Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. Hello, hello. Okay, okay, calm down. Calm down. Well, hey, it's welcome, welcome. Glad you guys are in the house. Those of you joining online, always glad you're here. Uh, I know, if you are watching this uh, and you're in the room, you're wondering what's going on, what's happening right here. Some of you guys thinking, what is he wearing? What is he wearing? What is this? Some of you guys are like, ah, this looks kind of weird. Now, those of you who might not know, um, this is a training vest. It is. It's not tactical gear, people. It's not. It's just—it's a training vest, and I think this is going to best illustrate my point, the big idea this morning. Now, I don't know if you've worn one of these. Anybody worn one of these? Okay, anybody? All right, all right. People in the chat room. Okay, so people, what they do is this thing can hold about 20 pounds of weight, and what happens is now I'm wearing this, by the way, inside out to illustrate the point. Okay, but here's how it works. These are one-pound weights, and you can put them in there, right? And you can keep on putting weights in there, and then people work out with them. People work out with them. They run with this kind of stuff. They do squats. They do pull-ups, push-ups, swim with it. People golf with this. Not really. No, they don't. They don't. You're like, yeah, yeah. Play darts. Play pool. No, they don't. They don't. They do the garden with them. No, no, they don't. They don't do anything like that. But people do. People wear this to work out, get a good workout in. Now, why am I wearing this? Because I think that we are wired up, as we, as we came into being, we were wired up to actually wear a vest. We were actually given a vest. Now, now here's what's funny about just the, me using this illustration. Because, because if I say I'm wearing a weighted vest, that, my friends, is a miracle right there. You think, stop it, just stop it. That's, yeah, stop it. Stop it. It's hard to say. How, say it with me. Say it with me. Okay, say this phrase. Why is he wearing a weighted vest? Do it. Come on. Okay, do it three times. It's tough, it's tough, it's tough, it's tough. But let me ask you something. Could it be possible that um, the, 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 this pandemic, and not just this pandemic, but this, 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 this last couple of years have just taken a toll on all of us in ways that we are just now beginning to unpack. Could it be possible that, that some of us feel like, man, I'm not quite sure. I know that we're coming out of this pandemic or out of this season as uh, as. Uh, as as, 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 as the globe, uh, I think we are. I'm not quite sure about this, this Delta variant, you know, like what's going on here. We, but uh, there's so many things that have happened to each one of us collectively but individually 
that I think have weighed us down. If I were to ask you, hey, do you feel like you're heavy this morning? You're like, uh, okay, that's, don't ask me that. No, okay. But do you feel like your soul is weighted down? See, I think we do. I think we are born with a vest. And what I mean by that is the ability to actually hold on to some things. And those things hold us down and weigh us down. They weigh us down so much that we end up living and walking a certain way we don't even know. See, the trick with this vest is, is, that, it, is that you can add to it and to remove it, but you can also get used to wearing one. You can just keep on, keep on. And if you find yourself going, man, there's something in my soul, there's something in my mind, there's something in mentally that's, that's kind of not working correctly, well, news, well, here's the problem. The problem is when you carry weight, it doesn't just affect your cardiovascular, it affects your bones. When you hold on, your joints start giving way. You start walking very differently, acting differently. You start sweating, which I am going to do, my friends. It is going to happen. But it's, it's, I'm willing to do it for you guys, right? Nah, I am, but whatever. Um, I think, I think that this morning, you and I have to wonder and ask, is it possible that we're holding on to some things that are weighing us down? Let me give you this big idea. Actually, it's found in the scriptures. And um, Paul writes to the Hebrews, and he says this in Hebrews 12, 1. He says, therefore, since we are surrounded with such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every, every what? What's that word? Every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race set, that God has set before us. The sin that he's talking about, he's talking about that there is this sin that trips us up, that, that weighs us down. The sin that I want to talk about this morning is the idea of forgiveness. The sense of the amount of things that have happened to you collectively and individually and the amount of bitterness and the amount of offense that you and I are holding on and carrying. Because things have not worked out the way you hoped they would. And you're holding on to some things. And this morning, if anything, I can't make you take, out, take off the vest because I don't know if that's possible. But I do think that some of us have taken disappointment in people's lives, in, in, with, with people's actions, like what they've said, and you've put on and you've held this weight of like just this offense. Some of us have taken like this serious uh, loss of a relationship because you thought that they would last and they quit on you. And you're holding on to some kind of offense, some kind of bitterness, some kind of I'm not, I'm going to hold on to this. I, I'm angry. And you put on whoever this person might be. Some of us are carrying things that are just happened because of not just a person, but, but maybe your business or maybe even your church. You thought they would act a certain way, but they, they're not. They, you thought your church would show up, and whatever your expectation was, they didn't. And what happened is you got one of these, and you're putting it on, and you're holding on to some. And you don't know you're doing this, and you don't realize that beside that church hurt, you also have another person relationship hurt. And you don't realize one thing, that in your past, there's stuff in your life that you and I, all of us, experienced. Things have happened in our family, and there are loved ones who hurt us really badly, and they're not going to apologize, and they're not going to change. But you've taken whatever that is, 
And you've kind of gone, where, where can I find? Oh, yeah, I, can, I got this. I'll put this right here close. Right here. And I'm going to hold on to it. And the problem is you can keep on adding on, and you don't know that you're walking around with this until you start feeling the weight of it. And Paul says here, hey, there is so many sins that can weigh you down. But in particular, let's, let's talk about the sin of unforgiveness, the sin of bitterness. He goes on in that same thought in verse 15, and he says this. He says, look, or, look after each other so that none of you fall, fails to receive the grace of God. He says, watch out, no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. See, he's linking this. He's linking the idea of like when you hold on to this, it weighs you down, it corrupts your soul, it affects not just you, but many. And the word many is very interesting for me because I've read that passage before and I get the idea of like it'll affect not just you, but people in your household. But I grew up with stories. Did you? I grew up with stories of how my cousins did us wrong. I grew up with stories of my dad would continue to tell me that my, his brother and his sister or whatever, whatever, and there was so much generational baggage and generational bitterness and offense and, and, hold, and people going, going well, I'm just going to hold on to this. And they would tell us stories after stories after stories. And I just wonder, I just wonder, could it be possible that for some of us, the reason why this conversation is so important, because you have a generational vest. You've got stuff in here. I mean, there's more stuff in here that you're like, I, 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 what, what is... You don't even know. You don't even know why, but you have so much. So could it be possible that today that I would, that we could remove some of this? What would it take for you to remove some of the bitterness, to let go? What would it take for you to forgive some of the people in your life? I mean, what would it physically do to you if you begin to remove all these things? You're like, I'm, no, no, I got to hold on to that. No, 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 I'm going to take it off. Because Paul says, hey, hey, we have a cloud of witnesses. There are people cheering us on to run this race, to live this life that you're called to live. But you, my friends, are weighted down with things that so easily trip you up because it's so easy to pick up that offense again and put it in. And you put it in and you think, oh, yo, yo, I'm, I'm doing, I, I'll get you. But you're not getting anybody. You're just putting it in. You're, you're not like, hey, put this. They're not taking it. You can hit him with it. That's another option. <laughs> but you and I are wired up because the, the scripture says what? We're so easily, like he said, entangled. Don't do this. And he says don't. And then when he said, talks about like watch out for the grace of God because he connects. He said some of you don't feel the grace and the, the peace of God in your life because you've been weighed down with unforgiveness and bitterness. Some of you guys uh, don't understand what the freedom and the light, the, 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 the cloud feeling of being free from, um, from guilt and shame looks like because you're holding on to some things. So maybe, just maybe, today's message is just, hey, if you could just, what if you just took these weights off? I, I'm not telling you you can take this vest off. I'm not quite sure if I can do that, if we can do that. But we can choose to not pick up unforgiveness and put it and then carry it around. 
So let's get a little practical, okay? So most of my talks are like a lot of, a lot of stories, a lot of concepts. You know, they don't have a point. You know, most of them, yeah, they don't. They don't. They're pointless messages for people. They are, okay? But today I do. Today I do. It's a, it's a different day, okay? So then my first point, okay, is that forgiveness is something that we learn. We have to learn how to forgive. No one that is great at anything was born with that talent. No one that we've ever looked at and, and, and said, wow, I admire that ability. Man, they are just expert at their craft. How amazing is this person when this person writes or this person performs this way or leads this way or, uh, or mentors? So it, it, you, all of those people learn this. There was Greatness, friends, is something that's crafted and learned. And forgiveness is exactly that thing. It is learned. Let me read you a passage. It's, it's not, uh, not going to be on the screen here, but I, I, I threw this in because I, I think it's so important. Uh, John 13, Jesus talks about this, um, this new commandment. Now, if you ever read the scriptures, you know that Jesus uh, was always taking the, the old uh, laws and then adding to them. He's like, you know, the, the law says this, but let me just tell you, and let me just tell you, he adds on to them. And he talks about this new commandment. And that new commandment sounds a lot like the old commandment and the most important commandment. The most important commandment is love the Lord your heart, God with all your soul and heart and mind. Love your neighbor as your... Okay? That's also the golden rule, right, kind of thing. You know, love people and treat people as the way you want to be loved and you want to be treated. You see, but when Jesus steps into human history, he introduces a new commandment, which is very different. And his commandment is this. He says, I'm giving you a new commandment, he says in John 13. He says, love each other just as much as I have loved you. Very different. It's not, no, 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 it's not the way you've been loved. No, no, no. No, the way I love you. The way I have loved you. Treat others the way I have treated you. No, no, not, 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 not the way you like to be treated. Because some of you are so broken that you actually punish yourself. No, no, no. I need you to move towards, pivot towards a different kind of learning. And so when it comes to forgiveness, I want you to learn to forgive the way I forgive you, which is a whole different ball game, my friends. That's why we have to learn this. See, Proverbs 17 says this. I, I love this. It says, love prospers, this kind of love prospers when a fault is forgiven. But dwelling on it separates close friends. When I read this passage, I thought, I got to share this because there are so many people who have lost relationships because of a stupid election. We have forfeited deep friendships because of politicians. What is wrong here? Because we've held on we're like holding on, no, 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 my party, my party, no, 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 my thing, my here, no, 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 mass, 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 no, no, mass. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're unfriending, unfollowing people. Relationships, the quality of your relationships is the quality of your life. All these issues will go away, friends. But we have holding on. Because we are not learning. What we have learned to do is learn to take offense. We have learned to what keep, keep a fault. No, we, we like to dwell on it. And it says it, it separates close friends. And there are people in your life, your, your siblings that you don't talk to anymore. Because of what, whatever. They don't believe in this or they don't believe, believe in that. And I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying, I'm saying, friends, we have to have this conversation. 
We have to learn how to let go of this. There's another a cool passage and um, a really good one because it, it really speaks to just the social injustice here. Um, Amos 6 says this. Amos 6, 12 says, How foolish, how foolish you are when you turn justice into poison and the sweet fruit of righteousness into bitterness. When I read this, I thought, man, I got to bring this up. Because I think, I think for so many of us, we, we are not just ticked off at, at a person. We're ticked off at people, like a whole group of people. Like it could be whatever, but it, it's a whole group of people. And we're, we're, we're upset, we're, we're angry, and, and I got to say it, rightfully so, that there's something true to that. And that, that we, need to have, we need to have justice when it comes to that, for, for, for sure, for sure. But I think what we've taken is we've taken this idea of actually allow, like having and creating justice and talking about justice to people who are not in the same um, running, in a sense, where we've looked at prejudice and we've looked at some issues in our culture and we've thought, you know what, we have, to, we have to make things right so everybody gets treated fairly. All of those things that people have been fighting for. Because I have friends who are like really social, they're activists and they're moving towards a better future, but I see some of them moving and turning justice into, uh, into poison. And I see this, this sweet fruit of being right and making people right into bitterness and saying, you know what, everything is trash. This world is trash. People have said things like, this country is trash. See, what have we done? Well, the reason is, is you're holding on to this. And I'll tell you what, I don't know about you, but when you hold on to so much weight, it makes you cranky. <laughs> Am I, is it just me? No. What does it also do? It makes you sweat profusely. <laughs> and you know, I thought about this. I thought, I'm going to do this for that reason. Because I want you to understand that if you don't learn to forgive, then this is your life. And some of you have been living this way for decades. And it's time, right? It's time. It's time. So let's keep on going. So are we going to learn to do this? How, how are we going to learn to do this? You see, when I, here's how I forgive, okay? And Ashley, my wife, is here, so she can keep me, keep me honest, obviously. The way I have, that I used to forgive is this. There is a period of, of punishment. Okay? I'm just being honest with you, okay? So if, if, if she or if someone else that I know offends me or... Uh, um, or just rubs me the wrong way, or if I'm holding on to this, I, there's going to be a time of, uh, I'll forgive, but I, I will sort of forgive, but, uh, but I, I want to make sure that when I say it's all good and you're forgiven, I want to make sure that you stung, you got hurt a little bit. Like, does that make sense? Like, I just want you to feel, feel a little bit of the pain. Like, I'm not going to let you off just like that. Like, I want to I wanna not talk to you, or I want to say some things, or I want to act a certain way. I just, I want you to feel the heart 
So now you understand, and then we can go on. I wonder if God started treating me like that. <laughs> right, right? Oh my gosh. She's like, I just want you to feel. No, no, I don't. No, don't. please don't do that. Please don't treat me the way I treat myself or I treat others. Just treat me the way you treat me. Please love me. And I, I, I'm committed to do that. Are we learning to forgive our friends that way? Are we learning to do that? Are we willing to do that? It's, are we? Are we learning to let people go without punishing them? Or do we punish them? Let me ask you another thing. Forgiveness, or tell me, let me tell you something else. Forgiveness is also a choice. It's a choice. So it's something that you learn. So if you're not good at, and if you're used to punishing, I, I get that, I get that. But f- forgiveness is a choice. It's a choice. Colossians 3 says this. It says, you must, you must make allowance for each other's faults and forgive the person who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. See, the reason why uh, forgiveness is so hard, and, and, it, and it's so true that it's a choice, is that forgiveness feels like losing. Right? Like, you did something. Um, number one, I, 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 I'm the victim in this. Now I have to forgive you so I'm like double losing? Like, what, what, what am I doing? Like, that's why we hold on to this. We hold on because there's a, there's a sense that we can go, no, no, we're going to actually win if I hold on to this. I'm going to actually run faster if I hold on to this. What? What? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm going to hold on to this. Oh, I'm not going to let them go. Oh, I'm not talking to them. No, I'm not talking to them. I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. It's my choice, but I'm going to hold on to it. So unforgiveness is a choice. And here it says, hey, 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 it feels like losing because uh, I, I know it feels like they're getting, they're getting away with things. Uh, that makes total sense. But if you don't choose forgiveness, you will and I will intuitively be unforgiving. Does that make sense? Like it's not a, oh, you, you are, you're just so amazing, you just forgive people. No, 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 no. It all depends on what it is. And if it is, um, if, it, if it's very close to your heart, you're going to hold on to it, my friends. You're just going to. There's a story in the scriptures. It's a, it's a story of a guy, a Joseph, who, um, who, who's, you know, who, who's really a guy who God's going to use. And he gets all excited because God tells him in a dream. And if you know the story, he tells his brothers about it. And, and he's immature, young. He tells them a lot of stuff uh, way before they need to know, in a sense, like God's going to use him. And, and he just gets all excited about it. Have you met someone like that? They tell you all the amazing things they're going to do. And you're like, just shut it, you know? Like, stop it. And you're just kind of like, it's, 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 it's sometimes, it's, it's, it's always a sibling too, right? It's always it's like, oh, you're so special. Okay, yeah. You know, mom loves you, but dad and I hate you. You know, whatever. But it's one of those. And so Joseph, um, go, if you follow his story, and I wanna, don't want to go into it, but uh, his story basically is that he, his uh, siblings uh, lied to his uh, parents that uh, he died and s- sell them into slavery. 
and, uh, and he begins to live a different path, and, he, and uh, he has one hardship after the other after the other. And if you follow his story, it really is pretty amazing. But it all stems from the fact that his brothers um, sold him into slavery. And then years later, years later, um, he ends up in Egypt, but actually is in authority in Egypt, and his brothers and his family come to Egypt as refugees. And they need, they need food, they need all kinds of assistance, and they don't even recognize him because it's been so many years, it's been, it's been decades. Um, and they, they pretty much think that Joseph is gone. And he recognizes them. And they don't know. And um, there's a point in which he has to choose if he is going to punish them for everything, which he has the authority to do, or he's going to let them off the hook. He's going to let them go. Now, I just don't know how, how, how Joseph gets to this point. But I do know this. He chose it. He chose it. He's like, I'm going to choose to do this. And this is what he says here. And it's a pretty popular passage. This is Genesis 50. It says, but Joseph replied. He's talking to his siblings. They realize that's him. And they're afraid. He says, don't be afraid of me. I am, I, am I God? Can I punish you? It says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. You see, choice always gives us a perspective, but then it creates, makes us into a certain kind of person. See, right now you have an opportunity to let go of an offense. And when God is bringing this up to you right now, if you're watching or listening, you know the person. You know that hurt. You know it's so hard. You know you were the victim. You know it is tough. You get, I, I get that. You get that. But it's a choice that God's given you. And when you and I are given a choice, sometimes God doesn't want you to just give you a choice to, like, to, to do something. No, he gives you a choice so you can become someone. And when you and I hold on to this and walk around with a a vest full of bitterness and hurt and offense, we, my friends, become different people. You were a very fun-loving man, positive, man, it's going to be great, life is amazing, God's with me kind of person. But now you're weighted down, and you think it's just you're being real. No, it's cynicism, my friend. It's negativity, it's offense, it's bitterness, it's, it's, it's regret, it's shame, it's all those things, it's rage, it's all of those things. It's this idea that the, of, of like, no, 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 I'm not going to choose this because you don't understand they, they, that, that they owe me, they owe me something. See, Joseph was kind of at a place, he goes, I know that what you intended for evil, because I'm not going to say that your intention was not evil. It was. But what God has done is he's turned it, and God's put me in a place where now I can actually do something that will affect so many people. I can do something and become someone, man, that I don't think I could ever be when I was immature and talked about how all, all great I was. 
But I've become a certain kind of person. And the way I have become this person is because I, I'll just tell you right now, you don't owe me anything. I think for some people, you're waiting on a, um, an apology. And it's never going to come. You're waiting to fix something, and I'll just be real here, uh, and to feel something different about this person, and you know they're dead. And you still hold on. Like I had a, I had a conversation with a guy and said, hey, hey, he's dead. But he was never, he was never, he was always, he was this, he was that. I said, he's dead. What do you, what, now What? It's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, dude, no, no, he's, he's dead. It's over. You can't do this. You got to let them, you, 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 you cannot hold on to this idea of uh, like, no, no, that this person owes me. See, for some of us, you're holding on to things, you're carrying things, and you think God owes you. Yeah, because, and I, I don't blame you. I will just tell you right now, I don't blame you. Because the things that have happened to people, uh, not just like pandemic, not just job losses, but the loss of loved ones, and besides that, just the continual other medical things and other relational things have gone on, and you're going, in the middle of all of this, now this happens, you're, you're holding on to some things, and it's towards God. And you're like, God owes me. See, Joseph could have said, you owe me. He could have said, God owes me. They owe me. See, the problem is, is that when you do the whole owing thing, it comes to the point of you have this weird sense in your mind that everybody just needs to pay for everything they have done wrong, including you. So you don't feel God's forgiveness because you don't give God's forgiveness. So you go, this doesn't work. There are some of you, the stuff you're holding on to is for yourself. You are mad at yourself. You are bitter against yourself. You have made calls, you have made a choice, and now you've become a person and I'll just tell you right now, and you hate the person you become. And you're holding on to stuff that is for you. It's terrible. It's not something you were ever meant to do. Ever meant to do. So would you? Will you do this? Will you learn to get rid of this? I don't know what it means for you. Would you... Understand that it is your choice. It's not going to just all of a sudden feel better about it. No, you're going to have to choose to do this. And then lastly, forgiveness, friends, it's a process. It is a process for sure. For some of you, you're like, name, it's not as easy as you think. I'm not saying it's easy by any, any means, my friends. Matthew 6, it says this. It says, uh, when you pray... When you pray, make sure you forgive the faults of others 
so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. But if you withhold forgiveness from others, your Father withholds forgiveness from you. Now you think that this is conditional, but what is the scriptures really saying? He's saying, if you want to pray, if you want to move forward, understand something. You are not going to feel my forgiveness unless you learn the process of forgiving. The closeness we feel to God, the, the, the mercy, his mercy, his grace that we feel is connected to the mercy and grace we give other people. It's a process. So forgiveness is a process. What does that mean? That means that you might have forgiven someone and taken this off and taken this off and something triggers you and you put it back in. You put it back in. You put it back in. Some of you, this thing, this one particular thing right here or one particular thing over here, let's see, next to your heart here, this thing, this thing has been lodged in for a while. For a while. You don't even know it's so a part of you. And that's where you got to go, okay, okay, what, how, how, do you, how do I know this? Some of you have gone to, um, sitting, uh, to therapy or sitting with a counselor. Man, it is so good because they show you what it looks like for you to go in here and go, oh, hold on, I've got weight that, that I've been carrying around. It's been unforgiveness. And you have to have a process of slowly talking about it and getting rid of it. So my question to you is, if forgiveness is a process, could you start today? Could you? And you're like, I know, I'm not quite sure. I'm not saying that this talk is going to solve all the things. I'm not saying that you're going to be like, oh, I can, I'm going to empty all this out. No, 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 no. Can you take out one? Could you start even looking at the fact that you're holding on to stuff? Can you start digging in and going, okay, which one first? Is there one in particular you're like, oh, I don't like this one. I can get it. Let's go. This was just a traffic one. Hmm. <laughs> this one. Uh, they called me a lot of things, and I'm not quite sure. But, see, I want you to understand, the process of forgiveness leads to your recovery, not reconciliation with them. That's not, the, that's not what we're going for. Do you understand? I'm not going for that. There are people in my life I have forgiven I will never be reconciled with. I can't be. They're not here. It's too complicated. They're so weird. I don't know. <laughs> right? But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm not holding on to this. I can't do that. I can't do that. Why? Because what does Paul tell us? He says, hey, strip off every weight that so easily weighs you down. The sin that just keeps you from really moving fast and moving into the future. The problem with this stuff is that if you don't, if you don't have a process of moving forward in, when it comes to forgiveness, in a weird way, this stuff pulls you back. Like it keeps you in your past. It doesn't let you move forward. But what if today you're like, you know what? All right. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to talk to a person. I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm not just going to pray about taking this out. No, no, no. There's no praying about taking this stuff out. Just FYI. Remember, it's, it's your recovery, not reconciliation that we're going for. It's you recovering the, the freedom that you were created to live in. The, the burden that Jesus says that is actually light. 
that. That is what we're going for. So what would it look like for you? Who is that person in your life? Is it, is it, a, is it a family member? Is it an ex-wife or ex-husband? Is it mom and dad? Is it a... Man, is it a group of people? Is it... Is it someone that passed away and you don't know what to do? You're still holding on? Who is it? Who is it? You know what's interesting about this and so profound about this is that uh, we, at the end uh, of our services, have a response time. So those of you who've been a part of us, you know that we sing a song and give you an opportunity to sit and just kind of reflect a little bit. Uh, we allow you to light a candle uh, because we believe in praying for people around us. And then um, we ask you if you want to go to the cross, you can do that. But then you can also receive communion. And communion is very unique because it's connected to when Jesus was betrayed. See, the night he was betrayed, he introduced communion. And that's why Paul says, he says, when, when you come to like the Lord's table, make sure you don't have an offense. Make sure you're not holding on to something. Because if you hold on to it, 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 it actually limits your experience with God and causes you to be the sick same person that you were. And that's what communion is, this idea of actually uniting yourself with Christ. So if there is ever a moment where you're like, I just want to feel God close to me, then friend, you've got to come taking, not the vest off, because I don't think you can, at least taking all these things off, or willing to. Or communion is just going to be bread and juice. It's not going to be anything more than that. But what if today, it could be more? That's my prayer. I know this one sermon's not going to fix it all. But man, I hope it stirs something within you. Let me pray for you. Lord God, I thank you so much for this conversation. I know that it is a tough one for us to really sit in because we've sat in an offense for so long. We've sat in a bitterness for so long. It's just a part of us. And as we let go of some things, it seems like we're letting go of ourselves. God, would you do something? Would you, by the power of your presence, would you remind us, God, that our offense and our bitterness and our unforgiveness is not who we are. We are more than that. We are called and created to live free. And for some of us, we've never lived such a free life because we've always been weighted down by this sin of unforgiveness. And God, for some of us, it is us. We're like, we feel like we need to be punished, that we cannot receive forgiveness. God, I pray today, today we would come to you, letting go of offense, but also allowing you to forgive us and to start a relationship to God that's filled with the freedom, a sense of weightlessness when it comes to knowing that God, you do not hold our sins against us. 
No, you don't. You've done away with them because of your son. And so, God, we, we're in this moment right now. We reflect on it. We sit in it. Give us the power to do what we know we need to do in this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.